It's fucking late night. Late night podcast. There we are. Hello. Wait a jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like we're in. Howdy. Welcome to this week's episode of Vikings, Outlaws, and Cowboys. I'm your host, Vico the Bearded One. Nailed it this time. You can call me JT Uh. for short. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's about and time. Fucking about time. And of course, as always, I'm joined by his bouginess, Alex the Jarl Martinez. Ma'am. Howdy. I need a I need a fucking cowbell. Cling, cling, cling. Ding. Yeah. Every time? Yeah. Just fucking or just like a bow, 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 something. We need a soundboard. Yeah, that's what I was looking for, a soundboard. If you're a listener and you want to send us a soundboard with whatever sounds you want, it can even I, be like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send it. Pre-programmed awesomeness. Yeah, yes. just whatever. And if it's just us being dumb, that's fine too, whatever. But yeah. like we prefer Sound your bites. own Sound... Yeah, send it. Send it. Dude, Dude it. it's been a it's been a week. It has a week. been a week. I feel like it's been like a month though. It does cause... feel like that we've had a lot going on. Holy fuck. How's uh how's puppy life? Uh it's sleepy life. It's very sleepy life. Because you're always tired? Yeah, because he's he's tiny, right? So it's like Every two hours, this fucking guy has to go out to take a piss. And I don't even wake up that many times a night to take a piss, so. It's because we have old man bladders. Yeah, but I don't even wake up. I like. I hope that I never have to wake up that many times. If I have but to this, wake up that many times to piss, I'm just wearing Depends, dude. Just fucking put me down. Just I'm going to probably wear Depends when it gets to that point. I'm going to probably wear Depends for a year running. I was just standing in public and peeing. You'd just be like, what are you doing? Peeing. You'd be yeah. like, what are you doing? Ah, it depends. Depends on what, bro? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? Uh, the old G&T. I love it. It's, uh, yeah, tasty. It's refreshing. And for the amount of beer that I drank this weekend, it's probably... Uh, would you call it? It's a caloric deficit now at this point. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. We could be there, but it's like I drank so much beer this weekend. I think I'm like gonna start doing intermittent fasting or something again. Cause holy fuck. Did you drink your caloric intake in beer alone plus food? Just steak. Just steak. Ah, fair enough. I'm in. So I mean, it's not like. It's yeah, it's not like I just ate everything and drank everything. It was just mm-hmm. like I drank so much beer that I'm still bloated from fucking like Saturday. Dude, don't Friday, you wish Friday you... and Saturday, actually. Don't you wish you could just drink mead because like it doesn't bloat? It so you can just just go party too. But no. but you want you're No, I'm talking about like don't you wish that you could just buy our mead, but we can't because yeah. we can't sell anything yet. But the thing is too is like if you were to do it off of mead, you would be like, uh, all the way drunk for the entire weekend. Yeah. And the lights would be on and nobody would be home. Your house would like, be clean. Oh. Your neighbor's house would be clean. Your right. mom would get a, le- a handwritten letter about how much you love her and thanking for her. Right. For things, exactly. you know, things like that. Yeah. I get Dude, my neighbor came and drank with us. That's how drunk we were. Is he like, he used the gate. He just came through the gate and started drinking with us. Road Dizzle showed up. No, no, uh, Mike. Mike, my back neighbor. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. fun. We tore it nice. up. Nice. Nice. I'm only Dude. drinking beer. To, I'm only drinking a beer tonight. Here's here's the reason why. Um, 
I started drinking at 3.30. It's strong. Why did you start drinking at 3.30? Well, I had a phone call with people about things that made me decide that I wanted to drink with other men because I was over the day. (laughs) And I'll leave that be. But you understand. You were on those calls earlier. Uh, But I met the most cowboy of cowboys tonight. His name is Joe. You keep saying this, but you have not elaborated as to why he is the most cowboy of cowboys. So, like, did he, he take you around the dance floor and do the Texas two step? No, like, no, no, no. Did... So, so he, uh, so he met up with uh, Hook from episode twelve, I think, or eleven, whatever. The the Tommy Knockers guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I ran it. I I met up with him. I was hanging hanging out. I was just kind of bullshitting with him. He's one of my friends up here in in the upland country, if you will. Uh, mm. The people of the north. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he comes over. He doesn't even pay attention to me at all. Like I don't exist. Um, okay. He's like, he's like, hello, young man. How are you doing? So, dude, sixty-eight years old. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of whatever. And he's just having a conversation. He does not change his stare from Hook's eyes to his eyes the entire time. And he's like. And how are you, young man? And I was like, sir, how you doing? I'm JT. And he's like, I hope you fucking know that the only way that you can live your life if you have a dick between your legs is by fucking shaking people's hands, looking them in the eyes, and as soon as you say you're going to do something, no matter what it takes, you do it. You will lose friends and family, but that's how this is. And then he has a big-ass chaw in his mouth. Oh, like a horseshoe? Literally spits in a spittoon in the bar. That sounds like, like a from magical... across across the room, fucking black cowboy hat. And I'm like, oh, he's like, I don't know if you know this or not, but there's people that think they're men out there, but they are afraid of toxic masculinity. And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck, holy man, shit. are we <laughs> podcasting happening right now? We're fucking <laughs> here. Let's fucking go. The testosterone in this room has elevated by 20,000 whatever milliliters, grams, Swing. whatever, whatever parts, parts per million. Anyway, fuck that pounds fucking of balls. So big balls. Anyway, so he starts talking to me and he's, you know, I introduce myself and I, I start talking about, you know, he's like, what have you done in your life that that's makes you a man? And I was like, well, I don't know. I was just a Marine, no big deal, infantryman. And I went to Iraq, and I was in Afghanistan in the National Guard in the Army. And, um, you know, I just hunt and fish and kill shit, eat it, put it in my face. And he's like, what's your, what's your, what's your north? And I was like, like my compass? Like my true north? He's like, yeah, what's your fucking north? And I was like, we're getting fucking deep. I've met you for 45 seconds, and we're here. <laughs> That's a little deep. It's a little deep for not knowing. And I was, I was like, uh, honestly, I'm not a humble man by any stretch of the imagination, but there are two things I'm humble about, and in order, they are being a father, and also the second thing is my military service. And he's like, thank you for your service. And I was like, don't thank me. You know, the thing that we always say, like, don't thank me. I, you know, our generation got thanks. Give it to the oh, Vietnam vets and everybody shucks. else. Yeah. Like, and then he's like. <clears throat> You ever woke up at three o'clock in the morning, walk outside, butt ass naked and rope a steer? Not one part of me (laughs) has ever done that. Not even thought about it, bud. Nope. He's like, I was drunk and I was dared by my buddies. We're out. We're out and they were grazing and I had to go rope a steer. 
And I was like, why did you have to go rope a steer? He's like, well, you were the Marine Corps, right? When your buddies dare you to do something, you do it. Or otherwise, you're a bitch. And I was like, okay. okay. I'm here. If, yeah. yeah. We're here. Wait. Thanks, thanks, thanks to make things correlate. But there's not one part of me is like, going to rope a steer, not on a horse, butt-ass naked. Ever. Uh, you are a I thousand mean, times more. Your balls are bigger than my body. I think if we would have grown up knowing how to rope a steer clothed it wouldn't have been that hard of a dare to get one of us to do it naked definitely not when we're drinking at three in the morning get the fuck out of town yeah we're (laughs) at the gorge at the gorge three o'clock in the morning i'm i'm down to bring it i'm going to bring a lasso to the gorge this year let's fucking see what happens it's gonna be stupid we'll get fucking fred running around yeah yeah well we'll just get fred's people yeah if you're a big chick and you like Flaming Gorge. And you like to be tied up. Boat has a place for you. <laughs> He's got a place for you. Jumping boats DMs. Yeah, so that uh, that was that was tonight. And, and he was talking about 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, that's a real time. Huh. I ain't seen 3 o'clock in the morning since 2014. Unless I stay oh. up through the night. I've seen it a lot the last uh, week and a half. You chose violence. That's not my fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not in here, though. Yeah, because. But, yeah. He's a monster. But but Jackson is. Jackson's just chilling. He's a podcast right. dog. That's fair. He's uh, Bjorn, Bjorn, our regular co-host, is hanging out in his mew outside because he's, like, loving it out there, doing his thing. Is he? Now and, that it's not negative 50? Yeah, just snowy. He's fine in the snow. He fucking hates landing in the snow, but I mean, whatever. He's a city bird. What do you want? He's a peregrine falcon. Yes, this is a city bird. City bird. Uh, so do you want to give the updates of what's happening with the dreamery, or do you want me to? I don't even know. It so much has happened. Do we have updates on the dreamery? We do. I think you should take us through the dreamery then. So after much deliberation and back and forth of lots of things, all of our documents are submitted. Which was oh, a that. which was a battle. Lots of inspiration. By the way, if you're gonna start your own alcohol manufacturing business, just expect every part of your butthole to be explored. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like butt naked at MEPS doing a duck walk in front of a bunch of dudes. And doing the duck do do you think that they did the duck walk into the standing bent over butthole spread on purpose? I don't know. Probably. I think that's real. I mean, it was just to like, was it to check for hernias? I don't even remember. I don't even know what the fuck it was for. It, it was, was just, it was it, super rapey. And to see if you're flat footed, right? Yeah. That, well, I mean, and all of us are flat footed after we spend any time doing the Reaper or any humps. So it's whatever. But um, yeah, I think it was the flat footedness, check your gait, and then. Bending over, spreading your butthole. Were they? Do you think they were checking for extrude, like things poking out? Like a I prolapse? Know. I don't so know. Uh, I have no idea. I have no clue. I'll, anyway, he didn't like. He didn't reach out and touch the rainbow. That's for I sure. I mean, because he could have, and it would have been a real good introduction to the green weenie. Oh yeah, this is what y'all are gonna get. Forever. But just how bad did that room smell, right? It was terrible, like, because you were in there with people who smelt like maple syrup, which means they probably pissed themselves walking in there. Sign. 
Right. I've never correlated piss to maple syrup. That's odd. Are you telling me that you never had the kid in like kindergarten or first grade that like couldn't hold their bladder, which feels really bad. You always feel bad for them, right? But you never wanted to shake their hand because they piss themselves. And you're like, I don't know what you're doing with your hands. Are you touching your pants? Or are you touching the, p- the pencil you're writing with? What are you doing here? And they well, clearly they weren't touching their pecker because they piss themselves. Uh, I, I, I can't say that like pee ever smelled like maple syrup to me. It was the combination of pee and denim. 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 Mm. Huh. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I we always felt bad. I disagree on that one. That's fine. I always felt bad because I felt like they were too intimidated to ask to use the head, which made me feel really bad because, like, I was never quiet, not one time in my life. No. And if they would have just been like, hey, man, I'm afraid, I would have been like, fucking, let's go. I don't give a shit. I'll go to the head too. Why? I had a guy. Because learning about fucking red and yellow making orange is not fucking part of my life journey. I had a guy in boot camp shit himself once in first phase, once in second phase, and once in third phase. Why? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was something wrong with the guy. Like he was definitely an ASVAB waiver, and like he wasn't working with a full deck of cards anyway, right? Like some recruiter slipped one through for sure. Yeah. And uh, it was to the point where it's like, dude. What the fuck? Well, it's like one of those situations, right? Where you are sitting sitting there thinking like, you know, like you could be part of one of two schools of thought, right? Um, one of two camps that you could always fall in when there's something like that, uh, like a, an event that hits another individual that you can fall into. And when you're young, you typically fall into the mockery camp, right? There's not really a, a, a camp that stands up and is like a champion of like, hey, man, I feel really bad for this person. Like you as an individual always feel embarrassed, I think, when somebody pisses themselves or they shit themselves or whatever. And it sucks because as a kid, you fall really into one camp or another. And as you get older, you you make your own path. Right. I think it's because, like, you haven't spent enough time as a grown ass man. And I'm sorry, but you're going to shit yourself. At yeah, some point. <laughs> I agree. Like, you're going to shart. You're going to be like, it is what it is. Never trust like, a fart, right? It's a yeah, you thing. can't trust the fart. Yeah. But when you're a kid, you like you just mock and whatever. So it makes it like you know, and and it's always a thing. It's a re, re, it's a a cyclic thing, right? And we as people, we don't we think yeah. that that's a thing to make fun of, and it's not, it's inappropriate all the time. Like don't make fun of people who are just who experience that kind of mockery. Anyway, I digress, sir. But hmm. go ahead. Uh, back to the metery. Yeah, the, fair enough. Yeah, because I I almost shit myself earlier today when I was excited. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> so it was a we happy have, shit. It was such a. It was like ah, I didn't know what to do. Right. So um, we're we're sitting there, and I I submitted everything. I sent everything else to everybody else, and then I got a fucking email. Hey, by the way, I need an audit on this document. And I was like, God damn it, dude. Like, I have to update this. It's worse than buying a house or or, or writing a living will. I have to oh, tell yeah. you guys. They, like, want everything. Yeah. It's Above fucking ridiculous. Everything. It's super ridiculous. So, um, so where we're at right now, we're just waiting for the snow to melt. And then we have contractors in place to get going. So I'm super jazzed about it. We have a new member joining the team here uh, soon. I'm I'm excited about it. Really new members. Like, new member joined the team. So uh upcoming meet things. 
Well, let's not much to really talk about. So we were gonna. Uh, so I'm headed up with uh, the honky or the blondie or the tro. It's tro. Tro. I'm headed up to with tro to uh, Helena. Uh, we're not bringing any mead. We're just coming up to introduce ourselves uh, to the mead read in Helena. Um, to do that, and then the crew's getting together to uh, just hang out and have a meetup, like a crew meetup. Yeah, They're I was old. gonna say, cause fifteenth. Uh, our yeah, our paths are gonna kind of uh, overlap, cross maybe a little bit in uh, April. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: we were planning on doing something, but we didn't have our license in place yet, so we have to do something different. So we're just gonna hang out and we'll uh, we'll we'll do a live meetup coming up. Um, we have Doc on the podcast next week, which would be awesome. And then followed that, we're going to bring the boat on, which is, oh, man, I don't know if the, the audience is ready for that. It's going to be controversial. 100% of the time, every time. Yeah. There's going to be. Mean, uh, we will have to. We're going to. There's going to be so many cuts and pastes for that fucking episode. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it live. Nope. I don't want to get canceled. We're episode like we'll be episode 16 or 17 by that time. I just don't want to get canceled that soon. Like, let's get to 29 first. Can we just like change our name and like open up another account after we get canceled from that first one? I, but we've done so much. That's true. We'll just do would, that I one. We'll release. Yeah, start over. Yeah, I need to have to go back. We'd have we we have to get rid of our cool logo. We'd have to get rid of all the fun things. At least we wouldn't have to like start out awkward again. Well, we wouldn't, but everybody else would. Right. We could do a housekeeping channel. Yeah. Like a uh, good housekeeping. Yeah, good housekeeping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh moving from there, uh, we got a pretty good lineup today. I think I'm really excited about the paranormal this week. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. A little bit uh, of low hanging fruit. It's super low hanging. It's all the way low hanging. Yeah. There's gonna there's gonna be dick conversations that happen. Probably. For sure. Uh, and then we've got uh, our mental health step. So you didn't see any of this yet, so I can't wait to talk to you about it. I love the ambush approach. Yeah, it's like it's like fucking CNN. Well, I mean, or it's just an ambush where you're surprised. Like, and you're like, like, oh, fuck. like ambush journalism. Nope. That's like Borat. I would prefer Borat. Borat's ambush journalism. It's just Bush. <laughs> just all the bush anyway uh so we got we've got that going on some really cool things some veteran events that we're going to be part of coming up i can't wait to talk about those and obviously our wrap-up and our closeout so i think that's a pretty good a pretty good podcast it's gonna be solid as as hopefully always and if if by the way you as listeners aren't impressed or liking or following then let us know what you'd like us to talk about we we are just doing our thing so we don't know what y'all want to hear but it seems like you guys like what we're talking about because we get some pretty solid feedback weekly yeah, and you keep coming back so uh they're just breathing heavy they're not coming anywhere uh, oh, that's hot that's, that's awesome <laughs> uh dude all right so let's hop into the mental health man men's mental health is a thing that we're always talking about we all it's a, usually our second segment of the of the podcast but um before we get started as always you know we are advocates of men's mental health and mental health in general uh, we talk about men's mental health because we're men. 
we are not women and we are not anything in between. So we don't know how y'all feel. And if you have some input on how y'all are dealing with things, we'd love to hear it regardless of the situation. Um, and uh, we could, you know, talk about those things in the futures. But you have to like, comment, and subscribe so we can get that information from you. <laughs> it's still so hard. It's so it's fucking so dumb. Hard. I hate asking it. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I want... click on the bell so you get yeah. notifications. When oh, you yeah. Get... Don't forget <laughs> Don't forget the, the bell. Yeah. yeah. Dang, that's the a good one. The fucking bell. Click on the bell. Your job is the bells, whether it's cowbells or bells bells. And my job is like, comment, and subscribe. Click the bell. Yeah, I, I gave you the easy out. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. Stop it. Nobody wants to okay. hear it. Ring <sighs> my bell. Anyway. <laughs> we just, it's right there. We just, I just, yep. We just lost two viewers. Oh, uh, at least five. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So with mental health and the men's mental health that we've been going down, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about toxic masculinity. We've talked about um, knowing your peace, like, and owning your violence and all of those things. Right. But one thing we really haven't like expanded upon is being a man and owning it. And this came up tonight with that cowboy that I was talking to. Right. So the cowboy that I was talking to was really like, I don't care about any of the things that you're doing, but if you're a man, you've got to be a man. Doesn't matter what color, creed, or religion that you follow, it's being a man. So, Yarl, Yarl, when I say be, what is it to you to be a man? What's your definition? Putting 91 octane in a fucking 70s car and doing fucking burnouts, flipping Priuses off. I respect that on so many levels. <laughs> but I guess on a real level, I would say probably taking care of your family, you know, because you got to step up and take care of them first. Right. It's not always the easiest thing to do. You know, you're, there's plenty of us that are getting the shit kicked out of us every single day. And you just keep waking up same time every morning, going to work and doing it. And I think that is, I think that's pretty big. That's, I think that's a big part of being a man. I think that's uh, part of that. I think especially part of that blue collar thing, you know, mm-hmm. people being blue collar and, you know, that, that section, that cross section of women, they're like, I want a blue collar man, you know, because he's taking care of his family. He's being a man. He's right. taking care. Of, he don't want to do that job, but he's taking care of his family. So I think taking care of the family and then, uh, taking how care do you, of yourself. How, how do you, own, yourself too. how do you own it though? When you're doing those things, how do you own it? I think owning it can be something as simply as fucking showing up every day on time, knocking it out of the park, even on a fucking bad day. And you know what you know what I mean? Like you're even when you're having a bad day, you fuck something up. Ah, that shit's on me. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I did that wrong. And I think you know, at Bearded Viking, we do that a lot too. Hey, bro, I fucked this up. And I think that's kind of what makes it such a kind of cohesive, good work environment is because there isn't a single one of us that aren't ready to raise our hand when we screwed something up. Yeah. And I think taking taking responsibility, owning it is not just kind of a euphemism for like, yeah, go out there and get it, you know, own the day, but own your own shit too. be a man, 
Yeah. I think that both of us have failed enough in front of everybody in our organization that it's really like now just second nature. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, and like we fail on this half the time too. But yeah, like 75% to, of the time, every yeah, time. <laughs> everybody gets to see us fail. Yeah. It's, but the thing is, it's not scary to fail, right? Because no. it's a uh, life in, and you're, you, Probably won't appreciate this, but the smart people out there will. You dropped this. I'm flipping oh, him off for oh, everybody's listening. Thanks. I'm just going to take that. I'm going to put no, it no, right I, here. I, no, my, no, I'm, I'm going to put it I'm, in my front pocket. I kept it. I didn't give it to you. Oh, I just said you dropped okay. it. I was just showing oh. you. All right. Well, it's like a family heirloom. So take care of it. It's fine. So, and you, you know, you may not understand it because baseball is a smart man's game, but life is a lot like baseball, right? Because baseball it's a sport of failure right so you go up to the plate 10 times you hit the ball three times and get on base you're you have a 300 batting average and you are fucking in the hall of fame if you keep that 300 batting average life is the same fucking way you step up to the plate and as long as you hit you know that that three or four mark out of 10 you're still fucking in the hall of fame I'm so, changing. I'm changing your name to First Base Gump. First Base Gump. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it is. You know, like you know, life can be at times a big ass game of failure. But if you're willing to keep going up and practicing on your swing, you know, practicing your swing, going up to the plate, eventually you're gonna get out of the fucking park. So I I I love that that analogy and that metaphor. Uh, for me. Being man is very much what you said. Being man, uh, especially in a being realm. Man. Being man. <laughs> being man. man. Anyway, no, being being a man <laughs> is really all about, um, you know, your priorities and declaring your priorities, whether you're a single man or you're married or what it is. Like, if you're going to be a hoe, it's okay to be a hoe. Just let everybody know that you're a fucking hoe right sure. if you're if you're if you're a family man declare that you're a family man right and own it if you say you're going to do something you shake somebody's hand you better fucking do it and it, it doesn't matter how many friendships you ruin because you 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 said you're going to do something well and it's not like it's not like what the cowboy tonight said was that profound for us right Because I think that's kind of been our kind of one of our ethos since we started this thing or just just as friends. If you're going to say you're going to do it, then do it. Shake, shake hands, fucking do it. Show up, you know. And, you know, that's a contract. So whether it be a contract with you and someone else or whether it's a contract with yourself, you know, I'm going to fucking do it. And priorities change. Don't get me wrong, priorities change, but there's nothing wrong with being up front and saying yeah. exactly what you're going to do. Do it. The The thing for me, and I think this was a, chain, a, a turning point in my life, is when I went from being like this passive, passive-aggressive person in my 20s to uh, early 30s to being extremely blunt. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, it doesn't matter, and and – and you know this because I'm too stupid to not do this, to be honest, right? 
Because, like, I got blown up in Afghanistan, and I don't remember all the things that I should remember all the time. So I can't fucking actually lie, because if I lie, then I get caught in a lie that I don't remember that I lied about. So it's not even worth it to me. <laughs> right? So where I'm at now is, if I say I'm going to do something, I go do it. And if I don't do it, I tell my friends, and if you know me, you got to remind me, because I have been blown up, and I have a really hard time with memory. That's okay, right? And you guys keep me on the straight and narrow when it comes to those things. Like, hey, you said you're going to do this thing. And then you call me out on it. And we call each other out in this open conflict kind of way. And the world right now is so afraid of conflict and finding, like, the middle ground that it's hard to be a man. Because, like, open conflict is being a man and it's owning it. It's like, hey, listen, you have your opinion. I have my opinion. Why are you afraid of educating me on your side? Why? Mm -hmm. Teach me well, what you think, you know? Yeah, and just the importance of shutting the fuck up and listening to it, right? Because and and it's not always just conflict, right? Obviously, I guess by definition it would be conflict, right? There's difference of opinions, but it's just in an open forum saying, hey, dude, like, I, this, I don't think this is right, or hey, I thought we were going to do it this way. Or, yeah. you know, just just explaining, right? It's not even necessarily, you know, at each other's throats. Because when people say, like, call out or or conflict, I think some people think that, oh, shit, it's going to get violent. But it's They it's always just, go negative. Always. Yeah, and it's really just something that's like, no. It's just getting the opinions out there, getting everybody on the same page. And you can do it without being offended. Or, yeah, you, you know, even if you hoped. are, even if you are offended, it's called being a man and owning it. Really, the reality is, is you can be offended. It's okay to be offended, but it's not okay to get out there and speak over somebody else because they have an equal right to that moment. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the thing that we as veterans fought for is the freedom of speech. Just because you're yelling louder than me doesn't mean that your opinion is more valid. Right. That's oh, the yeah. thing. Well, that seems like a lot of what happens today, right? It's just people that are louder. Uh, they're the ones who people are starting to listen to. They're not listening to the yeah the the person that has logic behind their you know stance or what they're going to do. It's just if they're not loud enough and they're not kitschy and cool enough, then it's not heard. That goes back to that whole thing that we were talking about, you know, as kids, you know, when, when a kid or somebody in boot camp, you know, pisses or shits themselves, right? You have the loud vocal people around them that are making fun of them, which are most people don't want to make fun of those people, right? We're, we've actually honestly feel embarrassed for them or we feel bad. And you could either fall in that camp or you can fall in the camp of the rest of the world where we say, hey, shut the fuck up and calm down for a minute. You said your piece. Now let me speak. Here's mm -hmm. where I'm at. And people are afraid of the education piece. Just because you think that you're right, and if I educate you in a factual-based manner, doesn't mean that your beliefs are invalid. It means that you you have now learned something different. It's okay, and it doesn't matter who you are or what you do. You can educate me on anything. Like, I could have a belief that, let, let's say Bigfoot isn't real. And I'll call you out on it because I fucking believe completely different. Well, right? it's it's like people are so afraid to 
go against what the popular opinion is. And people are so afraid to change their opinion because they don't want to get berated for changing their opinion. Or they're just afraid of failure. Like they think failure is bad. Right. Well, and it's like, we're going to go back and forth and whether we do this for freaking another year, we do, or we're doing this 10 years from now, the the podcast, you're probably going to see our opinions change on some stuff throughout the years or throughout time period. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's very possible. It's I'm. It's gonna happen. We're doing this when we're fifty, bro. We're gonna be crotchety as fuck. Oh yeah, it'll just the jokes will be the it, same. It and... will literally be the two <laughs> Muppet old men bickering back and forth. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's like people are afraid to change their opinions because they're afraid somebody's gonna call them out and be like, "Well, you said this last time," or whatever. It's like, dude. Who cares? Like you can change your opinion. It's yeah. It's not the end of the world. People change their stance on shit all the time, but people are so afraid to say it when they do change it if it's the unpopular opinion because they get berated by those people that are laughing at the guy that pissed or shit himself. You know? Yeah. So just if you make a mistake or you're a man, whatever your beliefs are, fucking say it loud and say and own it, but don't be afraid to listen to others. I think that's the moral of the conversation, right? It's like, look, if you tell me that the sky is fucking purple and I tell you that my eyes see blue and you fucking tell me a scientific process of actually why it's purple and your eyes see a different whatever, whatever. I'm going yeah. down a side, t- you know, and you prove it to me. Look, I'll meet you in the middle. It is I not think... purple and it is not blue. It is navy blue. I think a good example is us. Uh, Anyway, because I'm Christian, you know, I'm I'm Christian. I have my beliefs. You're a pagan. You have your beliefs. And, you know, they're not they're not the same. But there's you. I inquire. You inquire. You know, it doesn't. It's a totally different belief system. You know, history says we're supposed to hate each other. Right. (laughs) We're supposed to be fighting in some green pasture somewhere. But, you know, it's, it's just not. It's just not the way it is, you know. No, it's no, it's, it's people shouldn't be afraid to stand up for for what they believe in, or you know, listen to it and be like, well, I listen to it, but I still, you know, I still like it. I, yeah, you uh, you don't you, know, you don't, don't have to believe everybody what they're saying, but you should be compassionate, right? Mm-hmm. You should be you should have compassion, meaning like you should. So if somebody says that I believe that I'm a race car and I go vroom vroom. Mm-hmm. What type of octane do you put? In your like, okay, race car, but just remember, I'm not a race car, and not everybody else wants to be race cars. Right. You know, my, what I mean? my immediate question is: it 91 or 93 octane? Uh, that's, you know, that's I'm a real conversation. Free. Yeah. Free. What you are we running here? Free. Yeah. My my immediate question, and your immediate question, it should be like, what do you intake? Right. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you don't have to be a dick about everything, but you should still stand up for what you believe in and own it. And that's the big thing, right? So the other thing I think that we're running into in today's society is we as men think that we can't talk to other men about things that are going on in our personal life. Because if we say it out loud, we think that we're sharing that burden with our friends, which is a really weird conversation to have because, and I'm going to point this out for you, right? So you're not a touchy-feely guy. I guess I am touchy feely guy. 
by definition. I mean, I have dreadlocks and a giant beard and sleeve tattoos. <laughs> and I do enjoy the devil's lettuce. It's a Fine. big old sweetheart. Oh, just a big old teddy bear. Anyway, um, but the thing is, is like men, typically when we get together, we don't talk about feelings. And that's a downfall for us because we as men think generally, right, that if I share my feelings about what's going on in my life with you, that I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm burdening you. Or just being embarrassed, right? Yeah. Because you just fucking unloaded something and then all of a sudden it's real. Because you said it out loud and you said yeah. it to one of your boys and you're like, fuck, are we still going to be buddies ha, after this? No, it's like, ha ha, no, I was just joking. Right? Yeah. Like, we say that shit all the time. I, ha, I got, got you. <laughs> got you. Fag, oh, you whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know, you say whatever you say because you don't want to feel that way. And I, and I use the F word in that aspect. And, and because like you say those things thinking that you're going, that's the, the mentality that is yeah. okay. And it's not and okay. You don't want to say those things. Well, the reality is, 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 is in that realm, in that moment, you literally are doing the right thing and your friends don't care. They're your friends. And well, then, yeah, and, and nobody wants to be vulnerable, right? So no. that vulnerability there is, is I think a big kicker too. Yeah. Cause once it's out there, you know, the monkey's out of the box and you know, fuck, are these guys going to fucking judge me for it? Are they going to go talk up oh, yeah. behind my back about it? You know, and if what? you, and if you're, it, let's call yourself a masculine man, extremely masculine, right? And you're, you go to the gym or whatever and you work out and all these things and you do all the man things, right? Like the math, that, that toxic masculinity. And then you open up, you, a lot of men perceive themselves as opening up them in a way or opening themselves up where they feel like they're maybe in a different realm. If they're a straight man, they feel like they're homosexual, right? Or if they're a homosexual man, they feel like maybe they're crossing a line and they're like impeding too much. And the, that the word fag comes out in that aspect as a, as a, cause you know, men say things like that, joking around with each other sometimes. Well, and, you know, and like, I will say this and just kind of the sidebar off on like saying fag or something like that. Like I've never said it to like, be like, Oh, that's gay. Right. Like, like you know, like, I don't know. Like there was, I saw like the, the South park clip that said it like the funniest shit ever. It's like, no, I didn't mean it because he's gay. I meant it because he cut me off in traffic and almost crashed my car. Like, yeah, it had nothing to do with being gay. And he's like, they were like, well, and the, they like went to like the gay congress, gay yeah. congressman or whatever. And he's like, uh, so since I don't ride a motorcycle and I don't have a Mercedes, so I'm not a fag. And they're like, no, did you cut me off in traffic? No, then you're not. You know, it's like, yeah. it wasn't, it never oh, really had anything I, to do it, with being it, gay. It was just it, like, in my like mind, fuck or like, yeah, it, well, in my yeah, mind, you, you know, it, you know, in my mind, and and obviously, if if that if that offends you, we do apologize. By the way, just so you know, but we're talking about it because we're talking about it from a man's perspective that we live in, the realm we live. We don't understand yeah. those things, right? And so we're not meaning it in an offensive way. So we'll make sure we we clarify that. But at the same time, too, like I always go back to, um, the uh, the most epic. What you gonna use a fucking rope for? 
Is that right, Rambo? You know, um, you, 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 you've got the show, um, and I'm fucking drawing a blank right now. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank with uh, Willem Dafoe in it, and uh, he, like Boondocks, Boondocks Saints. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I just had a fucking blank, dude. I, I told you I'd drink <laughs> we it for three. Like <laughs> so yeah, so so you know, he's sitting there and he's laying, and he's obviously a man who who sleeps with other men, which is whatever. I don't give a fuck who you sleep with. And he's and the one guy, the the dude's like sitting there on his chest and he's rubbing his nipple. And he's like, "What are you fucking doing, you fag?" And it's like awkward moment. <laughs> In the middle of a movie that's hilarious, and you don't know whether you can laugh yeah, or not yeah, laugh. You can la- yeah. You're yeah, like, whatever. This is awkward. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and when we when we talk about those things and we keep going down, and we and obviously now this is a huge segment piece. No, I just uh, wanted to fucking clarify though. I know I did like I did too. It's like, it's like I, we I don't consider I don't I consider that as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, you're just, being an idiot. Yeah. Like, like I have a lot of friends that are, are homosexual and gay and whatnot, right? All, and all all realms of the LBGTQIA plus. Did I get it all right? Yeah, fuck, I don't know. It, Alphabet. Uh, the Alphabet. Alphabet. Yeah, it's a long thing, right? So I have a lot of friends that are in that spectrum, and I, and I don't disrespect any of them at all. My thing though is what like you can literally hear the word fag, and you know that that person's an asshole. Yeah. I, I that's it's like you're just it's talking asshole. shit with yeah you're talking shit with your buddies and you're like ah oh, yeah you know and it's yeah. just like it's not a it, big thing it doesn't even roll off the tongue right but you still accidentally slip like me I just I, it's yeah, just never anyway it's never, anyway so it's never so, seen so, that that offensive but I I get what yeah, you're saying I just yeah. I saw that and I was like oh fuck the trigger. I, I yeah, like, this shit is funny uh, because it totally explained it exactly it's how we use it. So real, so like go fucking type in the clip from from South Park, and you'll totally understand what we're saying. Yes, absolutely. Um, but the thing that I was trying to get at, as yeah. we, before we went down the rabbit hole, hey rabbit Alice, hole. how's it going? Yes. <laughs> when we go down the rabbit hole, you're Alice, and <laughs> and I'll be the teacup. Oh fuck, I want to be the rabbit. No, 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 we're chasing the rabbit. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, fair enough. I yeah. actually want to be the I actually want to be the stopwatch, but that's fine. We'll be, I'll be the teacup. It's fine. Huh. Big spoon, yeah. big teacup, big teacup. You're Alice. Uh, anyway, um, put my mouth on it. It's fine. Uh, but the thing is, is as we as men, we really across the board. I think this is a standard. We don't unload. We don't talk to our friends about our feelings. We don't talk about to our friends about things that. Are, are negative in our life because we feel weak when we do it and we feel like not only weak but we feel like we're putting that burden on our friends like our brothers so we we go to a meetup we hang out and we talk about cars and we talk about like hunting and fishing and we talk about paranormal bullshit and we talk about what our favorite fucking whiskey of the night is and, and how we're doing just things. fucking make fun of each other and yeah you know. but we never actually talk about the things that matter and that's well, really like what's going on in your life. Well, and it's like the setting too, right? Because the meetup, you know, is generally us going out and having a good time and tearing shit up. It's not necessarily, I would say, like something like that would be more one on one or, you know, unloading, unloading some baggage or something is, you know, more of just kind of a laid back one on one, you know kind of like powwow setting where you're just 
So I would agree with you before this all happened, before we started doing all this stuff. But there was a time when I was struggling really hard recently. And I was like, hey, guys, can you guys jump on a call with me? I just need to talk to some boys. And I, I need to talk to my boys. So we jumped on a call. And I let you guys all know what was going on as a crew. And I had solid, amazing feedback from different angles and different points of view from all of you. And I think, I think that was my turning point with an outside perspective, because when you're in the moment, you have, you're in the weeds. So there's a time and place for both. I think they're both real. I could see, I, I definitely see what you're saying, especially with that example. I, it comes back to, for me, is whether you have that good, that circle, whether you have a good enough circle to do that. Yeah. And I think that that's 100% what a lot of people struggle with is finding that circle. And I think it's a big deal here in Utah, finding that circle, because there's a lot of people that are ready to just turn around and stab you in the back that are here. And it's rough. And I see people go through it all the time. And um, I feel I feel sorry for them, right? Because, like, I have my my inner circle, you know, I have my family. And and then, you know, even when we extend, you know, extend ourselves like we have with with the, you know, the Vok podcast and and just being bearded Viking and stuff like that, you know, wanting to hear people's stories and stuff like that. so you know, we can, you know, maybe try and have an impact or, or just be there for somebody that needs to talk that might not have somebody there. And that's kind of the advantage that I think in the example that you gave that you have, and we have, right. We can just call them up, call, you know, all hands on deck, like school circle around me, you know, I got to fucking talk. Yeah. And everybody's going to jump on, Uh, you know, and and try and make themselves as available as possible. But some people just don't have that, you know, one or two guys or that crew of guys and or gals, you know, whatever. But in, in those types of cases, I could see how it could be really, really hard for somebody to to feel like they could unload or want to unload. But. I mean, I, I will say a hundred percent, like, you know, when I, when I almost cleared my mind, I didn't have anybody to talk to. Like people, people always tell me now, like I heard your episode two and like, I was, they're like, I was there for you. You could have called me. Right. But mm-hmm. I didn't feel that connection with them. Right. So it's, it's not that you don't have them. It's more like, it's more like the, the gal that's looking for the best man who's her best friend. She's like, I want to date somebody who does all of these things, and that her best friend is all those things, right? Oh, like like every rom com ever. Yeah, basically, right? Yeah, whatever. I mean, sure. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's, it's not be, wrong. It's not it's, it's not wrong, it's right? That way for and, a reason. Yeah, exactly. So like the thing is, is like you know the best friend, that that situation where you can talk to everybody that's you know that's right there, that's close to you, that's really willing to support you. Like so many people after episode two reached out to me, like, dude. I am so sorry. You didn't know that I was available and there for you. And I was like, well, it wouldn't, it doesn't matter. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like, but I had to go through that to find out who I am. And some people don't make it through that. 
unfortunately, that is what it is. And you're never going to know the impact that you have on everybody's life ever. doesn't matter, it, you know, if you die and you move to a different plane of existence or whatever you believe, right, you're still never going to know the impact you had across the board you know, uh, of the people you know, right? Yeah, because the pe- people are never going to say it, right? People right. are not going to say it until it's too late. Yeah, which is the big thing of uh that I'm talking about, like being with a group of men and letting others vent, letting them like creating that that place, right? I had a good conversation tonight with the not cowboy and the not hook, and this was a random guy. He was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" And I was like, "What's up, dude? How's it going?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just hanging out with my wife. We're just doing good things. We're there drinking, whatever. We're just drinking some solid PBRs. <laughs> right. Fucking awesome." And we we got to talking, and he was like, "Dude, I think, I think the thing that I want to talk about the most is in, in with you, and I don't know why is I, I want to talk to you like how hard it is to just open up to people." He's like, "You ever experienced that?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, until recently, until I was on a fucking podcast." <laughs> but I told I'll him, talk I to everybody, like, yeah, I talk about all of my feelings now for no reason." But he was like, "You know." What do you think? And I, I looked at him. And I'm like, listen, dude, if you look at your group of friends and all of your friends ask you for your opinion. And when you turn to your friends and ask them for your their opinion, and they don't respond. You're with the wrong group of people. Mm-hmm. And he was very, very like he stopped talking for like 10 minutes and he was just thinking about that. It's not a it's not really a profound thing. I think Ben Shapiro talked about it or the the little yeah, short but I, guy. I think I think when sure. I think when you when you I think I, I said that to you though too at some point, maybe in not as many words. But it was pretty profound for you though at that at that oh, yeah. time too. Oh yeah, I know we talked about that before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then but but you take that and you expand upon it, right? So let's let's stop with the you know, I'm the top dog in my group friend of groups or group of friends friend of groups that's fucking neat yeah whatever thanks beer <laughs> this message has been brought to you by that's beer Ribbon. <laughs> right <laughs> no. so so but but you think about that in a, an emotional state like let's just only talk about emotion right so if you're in a group of friends and all of your friends only talk to you about their emotions and there's a one-on-one situation but when you call them to talk to them about your situation and they don't respond they're not there for you yeah. same same exact conversation happens with yourself my friends aren't showing up for me but i show up for them are we in an equal relationship or am i carrying this right right so be a man own it look at where you're at and if your friend group can't be there for you when you need them to talk about your emotions and you you can have that open an honest conversation with them and they can give you outsider perspective because they're not in the same home with you they're not living your day-to-day life but they know you and they can give you external perspective okay uh, and and a lot of times it's way easier after you get the outside perspective yeah the the solutions are way easier than when you're just sitting there thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it and just mulling get- it over you get stuck in your own OODA loop. Yeah, exactly. And you're just like, oh, well, that's dumb. Yeah. You know, it's it. Sometimes it's so simple, but you're stuck yeah. in your own way of thinking. And I think is 
unprofound as that statement is, it's pretty profound. You know, if you're the you're the sole leader of your group, maybe you're everything. Probably, maybe you're in the wrong group. Yeah. It doesn't mean that the people that you're surrounding yourself with currently are bad people. It just means that you need no. somebody to challenge you. No, no, no. Yeah. And that's the thing is, yeah, having those those relationships that are not challenging to be in, but a relationship of people that will challenge you to be better and do better. Did you just profound yourself into stardom? Are you a Koresh? You are a Koresh. I don't think so. I don't think so. Everybody will forget this. Not even. Not at all. I think that's actually one of the most profound things you've ever told me, honestly. I think the thing is, right, and so so the the, the statement really, I don't remember who, I don't know, remember exactly who it was. It was the short guy, the, the Italian-looking guy. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's kind of angry, says fuck a lot. But the thing is, the dude's right. Like he's like, if you're the if you're the top dog in your friend group, then you're in the wrong group because you need to challenge yourself. But here's the thing, right? So let's say you are the top dog in a group, but you're the alpha of the alphas, right? You don't have to get rid of your friends. What you need to do is create a new friend group. Your inner circle will always be your inner circle. The people that you trust, that love and care about you, will always be that group. But you can bring new people into your life that challenge you in different ways. Yeah. Right. So don't think that we're that when we talk about the shit, you're we're talking about like discarding your friends. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, nobody loves the two of spades unless you're playing fucking spades. <laughs> I don't know. And then you only love the two of spades if you have the big mo. It's a lot of spades. Listen, it's man. a lot of spades. Big mo, little mo, two, ace. If you don't know what he's talking about, look up the game of spades. Or go meet a mortarman. Yeah, or, yeah, just join the Marine Corps. Fair enough. So, don't don't get twisted on that, and don't think that we know exactly what we're talking about, because we drink when we do this. We do. That's why we're so <laughs> profound. Yeah, it's 100%. Like, I don't think that I could do this sober. I, we, could, we could try. Nope. We, no, we could just have, like, some drinks on reserve. Mm-hmm. Listen, we just start pounding shots if it really starts taking a listen, dive. Listen, at no point in my entire life did Odin or Thor or Freya say Lent is a thing. They never said give up things. <laughs> Lent. Yeah. Listen, every, Mama every Mama Friday is a good Friday, bro. Every Friday is a good Friday. <laughs> We're rolling. Thur- Thursday is actually Thursday. Let's fucking roll into that bitch, right? Okay. Anyway, so speaking of like crazy, uh, Outside of the realm things. We have low-hanging fruit to talk about tonight. And I'm really fucking stoked about this. Hey, you're really excited about this. I cannot fucking wait for this conversation. I've been fucking, like, pinging you and being a dick about it because you didn't know we were going to talk about it. Well, you didn't even until speak this English afternoon. in one of the messages. So I was like, what? No, that's just me. That's just me texting. Well, you, yeah, there's that, too. Fucking real thing. How much, uh, how much... Jim, did you do there? Three, uh, three to one? That's, three to one? I'm working on trying to... You're getting there. I fucked tra- up. I fucked up. I, yeah. You, it, was, you it, was, it was over the ice. Bad. And there's... Yeah. Bad. You can smell it. That means it's you're not gonna, enough. You're not at my level yet. Hurry up. Get here. I'm working on it. All right. Drink beer number two. Oh. I'm going to get me one of them cold snacks. 
Oh, hang on. One, one, one. Did it work? Nothing, nothing. Fuck, man. I think I can go with a little bit more gin, actually. Oh, we're doing it. It was scary, but here's to you have a line getting the trash cans out on time on Wednesday. That seems terrible. You're going to have to... We we haul trash up here, so I don't actually have trouble hauling like trash. Yeah, that would be so much easier actually for me. <laughs> I go to the town like four times a week. It's like whatever, just throw the garbage cans, the garbage bags in the back of the taco. Roll, let's go. <clears throat> Speaking of garbage cans, um, vampire. Oh, there it is. Oh, there we are. <laughs> okay, I think there are some in the bottom. Well, they call it a garbage can, right? Oh, jeez. Because there's no such thing as a garbage can. That was pretty bad. It's a real thing. I like it. It's fucking. It's it's in your it's in your repertoire. Um, actually, so tonight we're gonna talk about uh, vampires and werewolves. Super low hanging fruit, like the most low hanging fruit you can have. Yeah, like the fact that we haven't talked about it yet should impress all of those that we made it to what fifteen episodes and we didn't talk about vampires and and werewolves. werewolves. Yeah. I mean, we kind of did with the the things that I don't talk about. It's dark outside, so I don't talk about them. It's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, it's different. It uh, but whatever. Anyway, before we get into that, I actually have a UK listener who told me a story, a paranormal Ooh, story. So it's spooky. Ooh, yeah. Actually, a super cool moment. So we'll call this man Simon. Simon? He doesn't want to be disclosed, huh? No, his name's Simon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no alias. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. I got you though. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty right. <laughs> We're here. I'm crying. It's fine. You're crying. I'm crying. I don't know what's happening okay. right now. Oh, it's very emotional talking about werewolves. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right, so. So, uh, so Simon, Simon, Simon says, Simon, a.k.a. Simon, <laughs> he's a he's a co-worker of mine. He listens to the podcast. He was uh, he was I was telling him about like all this, all the paranormal stuff, because he, he got episode two and he's like, man, that's that's really deep, man. This shit was heavy. It was, heavy. was super heavy, Fuck, dude. super heavy. And he was like, and then he just got sidetracked. Right. And so he told me, um, I was like, hey, dude, like, listen to the extra episodes, because we mix in paranormal after that. We had to set a tone for mental health and why yeah. we're, we're advocates. And then, then while everybody's depressed and sad, then we, we cheer them up. up. Yeah, we yeah, 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 we're yeah. fucking in. Yeah, it's our it's our model. Yeah, it's, it's how it works. Weird, it's, fucking it's, weird. Model. <laughs> it's what it is, right? So he's like, dude, you believe in the paranormal? I'm like, yeah, Sasquatch is real. Listen to like any of the episodes, like. And I'm like, I have a ghost that fucking hangs out with me. She's a little girl. She's kind of nice. There's a terrifying piece in my life that I try to forget, but then I go to sleep and I see just fucking black hollow eyes and turning into a fucking coyote. It's fine. He's like, what the fuck? That's a real thing. He's like, (laughs) and so in the most UK accent, like the most English accent, Simon says to me, as I said, Simon says, Simon says, (laughs) Simon says, he's like, bruh, I have a moment so my dad passed away like five years ago and i was like oh dude i'm super super sorry and he's like well he was suffering for a while and, and he had a bell that he would ring whenever he needed something from his his wife right to 
and they were he was de- debilitated and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So Simon, his sister, and his mom are downstairs, and they're sitting there and they're just watching TV. This is after he'd passed, and the bell rang. A bell rang upstairs in the room, and it was right when Simon's mom's or now husband came into the house. And the bell rang again, and everybody in the house heard it. So they went upstairs and, like, looked for the bell. There was no bell. It was gone. Shortly thereafter, Simon has a dream. And he's sitting there, and he's talking to his dad in this dream. And his, his and the, apparently everything in the situation, like, their family wasn't all right. They were dealing with a lot of depression. They were dealing with a lot of things that were going on. And Simon said... This is really weird because I feel like I'm saying Simon, the playing the Simon Says game. Right. Anyway, so touch your anyway. No, no, I'm out. Simon I'm out. I'm, I'm Simon to say. <laughs> anyway, so um, but but Simon Simon was was telling me he was he was like, hey, so I had a dream that my dad was was sitting there and he was talking to me saying, hey, listen, everything will be all right. Everything will be all right. And he told me at least his sister had the same dream. I think his mom had the same dream too. Like you're going to make it through this. It's going to be all right. They all had the same dream on the same night that his dad was communicating to him. Right. And I was like, Holy fuck, dude. His dad had the juice. His dad was like fucking looking out for everybody. And when, when um, his stepdad who like came into the house, the bell ring and Simon, I think Simon stated that he felt like the bell rang because that's what his wife needed. Was that man? That was like the next step. Yeah. How profound is that? Like a communication with via bell and dreams. I feel like it's something that's not that out of the norm, honestly. Right. I, I feel like that. I've heard stories like that time and time again and have stories like that just from my own family. Yeah. Um, So I, I I think it's definitely something that, you know, either, you know, that person that passed away is out there trying to, trying to get in contact or say it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It'll be right. Yeah. So I don't, you know, they people talk about like having like manifestations of things like this, or like just you know that many people focused on it kind of manifest weird stuff. But I think it can go either way. I think you know sometimes it might be a manifestation, and sometimes it might just be you know that you know mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or whatever just looking out. Yeah, or saying, I think hey, so. it's gonna be okay. I mean, it was really cool because we were just doing a, a cocktail hour, a virtual cocktail hour, right? A mm-hmm. meetup, if you will. A meetup, yes. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, and and he and he was just like he just opened up about it. I was telling about like Squatch and, and like all the giant stuffs and like sending him links of all these things. And he was like, "Holy fuck, dude, you're a nerd!" And I was like, "Yeah, thank you, for sure." I'm I am definitely a paranormal <laughs> nerd. And then I asked him like Star Wars or Star Trek, and he's like Star Wars. And I was like, "You're my fucking people, bro." Yeah, I mean, not everybody's perfect. Uh, I mean, and I get it. Star Trek people have flaws. Simon's pretty cool, but I mean, you know, Star <laughs> Trek's better. So before we get into werewolves, I have to ask you, what happened when the werewolf swallowed a clock? I don't know. He got ticks. 
That's fucking terrible. <laughs> that is the fucking stupidest joke I've heard in my entire life. <sighs> we're carrying over the. I didn't know we were doing dad jokes <laughs> for the whole time ever because <laughs> we had bones to pick with people last, it was last week. Fruit. It the uh, lowest. Like people uh, step over that fruit. Yeah, they do. It was or squashed on. fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, he'll see himself out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't unfollow, please. No. For, for fuck's sake, please follow. don't. Yeah. No. <laughs> that was don't, bad. Don't unfollow. You literally searched that one. You didn't know I that had before. To. I had you to didn't know not, that. I you didn't know that beforehand. Because it was good. You <laughs> can't go world. into it not for the So fucking joke. terrible. All right, real quick. <laughs> Move it to the paranormal. Past that. So, two questions. <clears throat> Vampires and, and werewolves slash lichens, are they real? I think they have to be, right? Well, Christopher Walken's one of them, so yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that they are definitely... I mean, if Bigfoot's real, werewolves gotta be real, right? And there's plenty of villages in Romania that would tell you that vampires are real. Absolutely, okay. And the second thing is, do you think they're actually really mortal enemies? I don't think so. I bet you they grab drinks on the weekend every once in a while. Are they like ninjas versus pirates enemies? Are ninjas and pirates enemies? It's a fucking website. You are missing out. Since you're looking things up, look up ninjas versus pirates. Ninjas versus pirates? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll start off with, are you a ninja or are you a pirate? This, by the way, depicts a lot about you. This question. And my dear friend Fred Villas, actually, uh, when we were in recruiting duty and stuck working late nights, he actually introduced to me this question. Oh, yeah. So I don't get it. They're they're mortal enemies. I don't think they are. No, they're totally mortal enemies. Are you a ninja or are you a pirate? Uh, I see I mean, you as a pirate. I see you as a pirate. I was going to say, I think I'm more of a booty man myself. People say booty man all the time because you're trying to get that booty. But the thing well, I'm, is... I'm talking about gold, bro. Yeah, but also you're not talking about gold. Am I? I mean, be, be, be innuendo guy. It's fine. <laughs> you definitely don't want me to be a werewolf joke guy. <laughs> no, let's not do that again. Uh, I'm a more of a ninja guy. Why are you more of a... You don't even look like a ninja. You can barely even touch your toe. I'm not a flexible ninja. I'm like a well, samurai ninjas ninja. Ninjas are flexible. Samurais are flexible. They're tight Asian dudes. Sa- no, no, samurais are not flexible. They walk around in stiff fucking, like, suits. Yeah, but, like, once you get them out of the suit, dude, they're ninjas. Yeah. When you get them out of a suit, guess what they are? Fucking dead. Dead? Dead. All the way. D-E-D. Yeah. You're more of a pirate rummy guy. No. No, no, no. I don't even like being on boats. I've been on boats. It's not fun. It's stupid. You've been on all the wrong boats, though. And I can't say that I don't know if there's... Like, your boat is fine, but I'm talking about big boats. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Ocean-y shit. Yeah, like, my boat's fine, too. But, like, yeah, I've been on all the wrong big boats also. 
So if you if we've I, both I been on the, all the uh, all of the wrong boats, then that means to me that all the boats are wrong because right now we're sitting we're batting for a thousand. We're better than that uh, baseball use, use, uh, analogy earlier. We're batting or, a thousand. Or are we just bad at picking boats? No. You see what's <laughs> happening here is that you've never been out in the ocean. <laughs> this is fucking bad. <laughs> You're welcome. That's my contribution to the fuckery tonight. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome yeah. to the game. That's fucking fun. All right, cool. So tell me your thoughts. Let's start. Let's break them down one by one. Vampires. What do you think about vampires? I think that Kate Beckinsale plays a really fucking hot one in documented movie. Van Helsing? No, Underworld. And Van Helsing with Oh yeah. Jackman. Was she was she in that one too? Yeah. She was, that's right. She can't get away with she can't get away from it. I that alone makes it worth it. I think there's way too many, like, written tales about vampires so. for them to so. not be real. I think so, too. I think I read something that, like, uh, Vlad the Impaler was actually obviously a true person. And that I don't I don't think that there's ever been a catastrophic event with a, a, Roma- uh, a person from Romania with pure blood, like a pure blood Romanian. They say pure blood, right? We're talking about vampires. It's fucking whatever. Anyway, not like Blade Trinity bullshit, but like a pure blood of somebody who's born and raised in Romania. I don't think there's been a mass um, incident where there's the, lots of death from that. Mm. There's no there's no train accidents where the Romanians die. There's no fucking airplane accidents where Romanians yeah, I've seen die. something like that before, yeah. And it's like weird. The, and we've talked about it too before that like the royal family in England is actually blood descendants of Vlad the Impaler. That's why Queen Elizabeth lived to be two thousand years old and she was actually really a vampire and she was just actually that's, stabbed to the heart finally by Princess Di's fucking lover. Oh, that's why vampires and werewolves don't get along. It's because werewolves mm. like steaks. Fucking stop. fucking terrible dude what are you even doing right now you're like trying to be like you're trying to be like the next level of me what are you i just wanted to see how long i could do it no it's terrible stop we're losing <laughs> listeners by the moment fuck bro oh god all right <laughs> fuck you dude i think that vampires are actually real but the real question is Besides Vlad the Impaler, do vampires have a man dick or a bat dick? Ooh, definitely a man dick. No. You want the logic? Uh, Logic. I I got logic. I mean, if they're going to transform into a bat, then obviously it turns into a bat dick when they're a bat, right? No, no. Here's the logic. You ready to be logic? I'm about to lower you. Are you ready? Okay, hit me with it. All right, here's the thing. Vampires seduce women. To the point where the vampire can move in for the neck bite. They never seal the deal because they have a bat dick. If uh, you go into that situation and you have a little like tic tac, 
You ain't finishing the deal. You ain't getting no blood. What about uh, in that movie, The Underworld, where the vampire bangs the other vampire? Yeah, bat dick, bat vagina. Uh, Blade? I think he's a half man, half... He's a daywalker. It doesn't count. Well, yeah, what about like all the other people in the movie? I don't know. I'm going to say man dick. I say bat dick. Agree to disagree. I don't. I think Blade was a Hollywood dramatization of it because everything else says opposite. I'm saying man dick, man dick that so. turns into a bat dick. That doesn't. I mean, the, the more or not still bat a, dick, bat dick. I'm not saying that it's a big man dick. I'm just saying it's a transformy dick. It's a dick dick. It's like squash. He's always the squash, so he has dog dick. I don't. The question is still. If you're a vampire, right? And you're Dracula's descendant or you're Dracula, right? Why would you move in for the bite first and not just fucking go to Pound Town and then like go up for the snuggle, the struggle snuggle afterwards with the, with the neck bite? Uh, I mean, it's never you, detailed different. Do you usually bang before you eat the steak or do you usually eat the steak and then bang? What are you talking? Wait. Just saying. Define steak. The, the jugular is steak. Look, man, you banging always banging. no, no. You need the protein fuel to 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 in, increase. Okay, well, to go down the path. Well, fucking Drac is just <laughs> getting his protein before he goes down the path. But at that point, then it's he he's hungry, bro. Is it necrophilia at that point? Because he's dead. No, because they're not always dead. Haven't you seen Bram Stoker's? Dracula? I don't think that again. We're going with the Hollywood-based stuff. I'm not. I'm not Hollywood-based. I know, stuff. but what's his name was in it? It doesn't even count. It was it was based off the book. Are you, are you talking about a uh, dude from Three Hundred? Uh, no, I'm talking about Keanu Reeves was in it, and so was uh, uh, who was the other guy? Um, you're talking about Brand Stoker's dude. Brand, yeah. A dude from Three Hundred was in it, or was that Dracula Three Thousand? I think it was the that's, same thing. That's Dracula Three Thousand. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, yeah, Gary Oldman. That's a terrible. Terrible, terrible depiction of. Have you not that. seen that movie? Gary? Yeah, and I have. It I don't fucking, think you have. I blocked it out of my life because dude, of the haircut. Anthony, dude, and Anthony Hopkins is like uh, Van Helsing. Now. Yeah. See, I'm you haven't it. seen it. You can't talk shit about it because it's based off the book. And it was like all-star cast. Why not a writer was in it, too? Smash. Totally. Okay, I, Gary Oldman is a hilarious fucking Van Helsing. He's a terrible No, actor. no, no. He was a vampire. He was Dracula. So you yeah. haven't seen it. So you have homework. Uh, it's been a long time. No, I've, you, seen, I've seen once, it. Once you go back and rewatch that movie, I think you'll agree. Man, so are... No, I don't think so. I think that's I just think the Hollywood. Mean, no, I think that's just the Hollywood sexualization sexualization of fucking of of vampires. I mean, it's the book. Read the book. It's pretty much the book. No, I no. See, now you're conflicted. I'm not conflicted at all. Hollywood is Hollywood. Yeah, fuck Hollywood. Anyway, fuck Hollywood. Anyway, okay, here we are. All right. So you think they get, that uh, lichens and vampires go out for drinks, huh? I think, I mean, at this point in the history, they got to just kind of like bro out every once in a while and just talk shit about those pink fleshy fuckers that are us. 
if you were to choose between you and or to be a vampire or a, a lichen, what would you be? I definitely go with a lichen. Same. I just don't have the eyes. I don't have dreamy eyes. And I don't want to be skinny forever. I like okay. being kind of a thicker, a thicker fella. So a lichen, dog dick or man dick? Totally, totally man dick. I think that they changed to, I think they changed See? to werewolves. So and I why, think they so just why? fucking drop it. See, Bam. I just punched forehead. a hole right forehead. in your freaking, right in your fucking, right in your, your logic. I just punched a hole in it. No. How can it be a man dick that changes into a werewolf dick, but it can't be no. a vampire, a man dick that changes into a bat dick? Because he's a bat first. Men are, are men first. I don't know. What's that movie, Dracula 2000? It's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. Terrible movie. That was all right. You like Fast, uh, the Fast and the Furious. That I like. I'm. I can't. It's like like the first time with sports cars. First five of them were good. I, I can't undo what you just said. We also lost oh. listeners there. Yeah. You're in dad joke land and, and land before time with cars land. Right we now. just we just gained listeners because the first five were awesome. Whatever. Uh, all right. So real real conversation about these guys. <laughs> so let's get into it. <laughs> all right. So we all know the origin of Dracula, right? So it was Vlad the Impaler, and he was trying to save his country from the Persian invasion. Right. There was right. the last stand. Yeah, it was the last stand, and he met an entity in the wherever, whether it was the forest or different accounts, was it the forest or it was a cave or it was wherever he met it. Right, and he sold his cell, his soul, to save his people. And so, when he did, he became immortal. But the drawback from being immortal was that he had a thirst for blood, and he eventually killed his family. Uh, this is after he had already been part of the Persian Empire. Um, as a prince that was sold into servitude and whatever, and then came home into Romania um, as the king, right? So, wasn't do... it like wasn't he one of like the last of the Byzantine Empire too? Yeah, he was. He was one of the last of the Byzantines. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So, so the question is: is do you think that that is a standalone instance where he is the original vampire or do you th i mean because there's obviously a vampire before him right or do you think that that kind of thing happened in each realm of the world do you think that that is a subset of species i don't know because i don't think it's something that is like proliferated the world i think it's mostly in like that eastern block and then a little bit of like western European culture and then a little bit of the United States, like very little bit of the United States. Well, yeah, because you never hear about Chinese vampires, right? Yeah, like I don't know of any Asian vampire stories. But at the same time, though, like the Asian culture is so if you're not Asian, you don't know the culture. But yeah, but they still right. make like some ridiculous, scary movies, right? That are based off their own culture. Yeah. Okay. So like they the grudge or a, whatever. 
they have more of like uh like ghost or like entity related scare so that, you know, it's, scary so, thing. So that's like a hole in the story though, right? Everything else we've talked about that we believe in is unanimous across the board, whether it's Bigfoot or giants or aliens or ghosts. Well, if it's a population of them, then that doesn't necessarily have to, like if it's been like 150 dudes and chicks for the last 300 years or 400 years, and you know, they don't Hmm. have to move and proliferate the world. Right, but but that's not like how a species works, though. So I I don't even know if I th- I think it'd be plausible because they have a vampiric disease. And there was a person actually who found um, I was watching, you know, TikTok because you know sometimes you just gotta scroll for a minute in life. You're taking a shit, you gotta take a scroll, right? Yeah, I, I I started calling it PO since I'm the COO. Mm. PO. Ah, fair. I, poo. Like, the poo. Poo, poo ops. Poops. Fair enough. I get it. Yeah. So, uh, but I was sitting there and I was I was scrolling and this guy's like, um, he dug up a tomb, uh, in Azerbaijan actually. So Eastern European bloc, right? Yeah. And um, they found a whole bunch of artifacts that were linked to like that era when Romania was bigger than Azerbaijan. It was Romania, Azerbaijan, a bunch of other shit, right? And um. They identified, was it, what is it like 26 genes in the human genome, right? There's 13 and 13, right? X and Y chromosomes? I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, 26. So it was like 29, and three of them were unidentified. Um, but then they like did some experiments to test things, and it was like this weird thing where they put blood on them because that makes total fucking sense to do it. Yeah. So I was on TikTok. So I was like, yeah, whatever. This is fucking TikTok, right? So then I started doing more investigation, and it's actually a real thing. There actually is a vampiric human gene sequence. Like a genome. I yeah. see, and I've seen like the one where not the TikTok, but like the YouTube or whatever story where the guys saying that like he just inherited a. A bunch of stuff from his family and yeah there was a the same lot one. of it was it the same one the same one yeah they, they he sent it off to some private guy or private um uh lab. scientist lab right and they couldn't find the three extra they've, they've never been able to identify the additional three genes and they started like adding like water and different like things to them and they they added blood i guess which is a, apparently a thing that you do which is weird to me <laughs> um pardon me but uh, they added the blood, and like the gel, the cells regenerated. They they started up again. Oh, it regenerated. That's terrifying. So it says humans have between twenty thousand and twenty five thousand genes. What is the DNA sequence? Though it's twenty six, right? It's like thirteen and thirteen is the basic breakdown for strands of DNA versus RNA, right? What is the twenty six thing? I know there's a twenty six thing. God damn Let's it, see. Bo. Where are you? You should be fucking Googling this for me right now. Damn it, Bo. Uh, I'll turn. Yeah, boat. The boat alone. The boat. Uh, I don't know where the 26 is coming from. It's chromosomes. It says 20 what it is. 25. 20 chromosomes? Are you sure? I think it's 26 chromosomes. How many... 
or if you're already there, just let me know. There we go. 46. 46. Okay, so it's 23 and 23. So then it was 49. Good number. Oh, okay. Good. So there was, it was a weird odd number because it's usually broken down between the 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 man and the female. Because you have half and half, yeah, half, right. half. Half and half, right. So the thing was, it was weird. So, uh, and I was like, that's fucking weird. So I started doing additional investigation, led me to the YouTube channel, and then led me to a bunch of other stuff. When I went down this weird path that I felt like if I kept going down, I was going to be on the dark web. And then I was going to be investigated, and then a vampire was going to make me not alive anymore. Hmm. Says twenty-five pairs of chromosomes for vampires. It's on there for fandom. Forty-nine is what I said, right? I know, but yeah, but the vampires say it says twenty-five pairs of chromosomes. I know, but so forty-nine is pretty fucking close to that, right? Science versus fandom. That's pretty yeah, good. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know. The other thing too, so we moved from that to lichens and vampire uh, as a, as a, and werewolves. So throughout human history, this is something that's documented across cultures, not shapeshifters mm. specifically, but people that change uh, into werewolves. Yeah, and, and that started in Eastern Europe as well. Yeah, no, but, actually, it started in China. Yeah, it started oh, in I China. Thought it, I thought it started in Romania. No, no, it started in China um, when the Mongols were battling the Chinese because they have wolves over there, right? So they used the Mon- the Mongolians would utilize eagles to kill or uh, wolves. But sometimes what would happen in the night, the wolves would come in in the shape of a human and take their kids. And they would utilize that as China is one of the oldest cultures in the world, and they would attack the Chinese in a wolf form. Ah, see, this is saying ancient Greece and Rome. Same time frame? Uh, Kinda. So it's talking about how the werewolf as we know it appeared in ancient Greece and Rome. So... It's in their poetry. The stories of the beasts are usually mythological, although some have basis in local histories and religions. So, and that goes all the way down to all kinds of stuff, actually. There's lots of lots of things that are saying Greece. Yeah, so it's Which the legend I, of Lycan, I, of Lycan right? And Pelagius uh, angered the god Zeus, and he served him uh, and made him um, a bunch of shit. Um, a lot of proto India Indo Europe mythology has it. So I was wrong on that, but the I was going to say that, I don't think that wolves are even the China even has wolves. No, Mongol Mo- Mongolia does. Mongolia Utilite, does. But yeah. I thought you said China when you said so. It, no, they, so I said that the when it was when China was fighting the Mongols, and oh, and okay. Kublai Khan, right? Um, they there was a legend that I read, and I don't know how real it is, but it was is the legend basically stated 
so, and I can't remember where I found it. So I, if this is wrong, don't quote me on it because, you know, this is a podcast. So fuck off. <laughs> um, but basically, the legend was that uh, Kubikon utilized um, werewolves to beat back the Chinese. And that's mm. why. And so so he also utilized things like dragons and other things to actually do that. And the reason why they made the wall, right? The Great Wall was was to fend off all of the terrors of the outside. Yeah, so this would so the Mongols would basically be a European wolf then. There there is like a population of of Mongolian wolves that's at like thirty thousand, but they're not as big as like uh wolves if you were to go to like Russia and Germany or the Americas. Yeah, so, there's a there's like giant fucking wolves. Like the images of the origins for the werewolves in Mongolia are fucking terrifying, actually. So ancient Greece, right? Because mm-hmm. the Greeks fought the Mongols too. But the Lycan story, that that would put our, kind of put it in stone, right? Mm-hmm. So it goes way back, but it's prolific. You're trying to say that word a lot tonight, dude. It's it's gone across way more continents than um like vampires. So here's here's an interesting statement, right? So in actual true like um jungle Asian culture, so like Korea, Vietnam, Vietnam, Thailand. The werewolf changes from a werewolf to a were tiger or a were leopard. Real quick, shoot from the hip. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. You get your opportunity to be a werewolf, were tiger, or were leopard. What are you being? I think I'm still gonna go with a werewolf. I'm totally gonna be a werewolf because were tiger. I feel like we've seen that with Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Where yeah, they I were think, wearing a tiger. Yeah, they on were their wearing wiener, a tiger. And then on their the dick. tiger. Yeah. They the were wearing a tiger like on the dick? No. And, <laughs> and, like and a, a wear leopard? I'm sorry. Listen. I'm not I'm not a fan of leopard print anything. It's and not a thing for I me. If I had to choose between a dog dick and a cat dick, dog, dog dick. Dog dick. Dog dick. Dog dick all day long. Because at least then you know what's happening. Like the red lips that comes out, you know what's happening. You don't yeah. even know what's happening with a cat, cat dick. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't even, I've never even seen cats have sex before. But there's like cats that. everywhere. Always. That's also why you can't find Sasquatch. Damn it. <laughs> there's a lot out there. There's absolutely a lot. I So we were i think both of us are kind of like half ass half ass in this tonight because it's so low hanging fruit there's it's so many so... documentation and it's not like either of us have ever experienced it and it's it's one of the things like and if you've experienced either of these things i would love to know but like this is a whole whole european thing and probably it's, it's mostly old louisiana 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 kind of feel to it and look dude i'm not telling you it's not real i'm not telling you it's real i just don't you know from my perspective i I think it probably is like if i was going to be like uh what was that movie interview with the vampire i mean louisiana seems like a solid place 
Yeah. Do you think for like American vampires actually have like a southern accent? Uh, I mean, I would if I would. Totally. That makes sense. I mean, like I would be the most Creole. I, you know, who I'd be if I was going to be a werewolf. I'd be Gambit from the X Men. Oh yeah, totally. Fucking in. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm in on that. Uh, werewolf though. I don't think that. I think that if you're gonna choose between the two, right? So, so like one is bougie and one is rugged, right? Like, and we're talking like bougie beyond bougie. You can understand because they have a avid million years well, of I mean, fucking. It's like it's like that movie Underworld, right? Like the werewolves are like more rugged and. And Hardy and the vampires yeah. get smacked in the face a lot. By yeah, werewolves. A lot, a lot. Yeah. So if you were to choose the two, you'd be a werewolf? Oh, yeah, totally. Same. And the funniest werewolf movie I've ever seen is Teen Wolf. Pre- <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Dan, Free dude, I saw a van. Free shakes. I saw a van just like that today. Well, that's interesting. When I was picking up my Corvette, he had a van in his shop up on the lift. It was definitely Teen Wolf. All the way. I feel like if Rudy ever, or the boat ever grows a real beard, he's basically Teen Wolf dead. It's not that he's not trying. I said if. It's the patchouli, though. He's killing it off before it starts. <laughs> it's a sandalwood. <laughs> 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 oh fuck alright guys so that's our paranormal for tonight it's just a it's one of those things where it's like okay so first off Dracula bat dick for sure never sued the dick. dick bat dick bat dick I think you should type in the, the duck duck go and say Dracula man dick I think you should dick. do a chat GPT AI and see and say Ask the question. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. Bro, it's like fucking Terminator, Skynet. It's a thing. I'm not fucking with Skynet, dude. I don't even want Skynet to know that I live. No, it already does. Fuck that. No, Remember that one time when I, took a, uh, I sent your photo to it and I was like, draw me a picture of this guy with his Viking and he came out with a sombrero. It's fucking broken. Uh, just new. I think it's a perfect representation. Yeah, it knew who you were. So therefore, and I said Viking with your face and then you came out with a sombrero. Uh, it will. Not it be read you with. like a fucking book. It will not be trifled with. But before we wrap up, because we're going down the wrap up road. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we have a lot of new swag getting ready to come at you. Oh yeah, we do. So, All the peoples. Well, we have a couple of things before we got to wrap up. So I just want to move off the paranormal thing. So, uh, wrap up. Dracula has a has a bat dick. Werewolf has a man dick. Let that wrap around your face for a little while. Battle in your head. If you have nightmares, tell us about it. It's fine. Uh, Next things we have coming up. We have some veteran events. We're going to be out with the I-Dub. The I-Dub. The the Irreverent Warriors. We're going to be out. uh, What's the the date in May? May 12th? May 12th? No, I think it's 15th. I think it's May 15th. May 15th? No. It's totally May 15th. I think so. I think it's May 15th, bro. I mean, we're super prepared. Uh, May 13th. May 13th. 
In Salt Lake City. I think so. Mm. I don't know. We're not super prepared. I I sprung this on you at the last minute because that's how I do. Events. What are the events? Let's see. View Uh, all the cities. We're going to it. it You're here. Utah. 52023 bitch. Ah, I was close. I was seven days off. That's pretty good. I'd win a prize. Uh, it's in I'd May. Win a prize. Yeah, it's so May May twentieth. We'll we will be at the IW Silky March, which is veterans only. But if you would like to volunteer to help as a civilian, you're more than welcome to. Ooh. So we will be there walking around and the and we will have our Mandics. BVMC Beacons of Liberty. BVMC uh uh, Silky's there. Daisy Dukes of Freedom. Absolutely. And because I have been in Montana for the past two years, I will make sure that my Beacons of Liberty guide your way. Oh, also yeah. Known it's going to be the widest. The widest legs. Right. Uh, and then we have July 15th. July 15th. Which will we will be in Bozeman, Montana. Boston. Sunday. Saturday. 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 Oh, yeah. And Marty and the gang. Marty and the gang will be there. I cannot wait to see all those beautiful motherfuckers out there. Oh, yeah. We'll be walking with them. Well, them beautiful thighs. Amazing. I cannot wait. Um, so with the, the, the we will be there supporting them. Uh, and for every pair of silkies we sell, we will mm. donate $2 to the Reverend Warriors Fund. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. I think it's gonna be amazing, bro. I hope that yeah. they just, I hope that they just cup appropriately. Just a very nice soft cup. Yeah, we don't well, want to. We don't want a firm grasp, right? Right. So we're gonna, have, we're gonna have a bunch of dudes like changing into their silkies in the trucks, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and the roller shitters. There may be an ale horn involved with ours. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to walk around. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, dude. I cannot wait, dude. I'm super stoked. So uh, we have some new swag. We have a new Vox shirt coming out. And it's... uh, It's epic. It's most epic. It's most epic. I can't wait. Yeah, we have uh, shirts. We have hats. Oh, wait. Hold on. We have... Let's talk about the really exciting thing. Past the, yeah. the Vox shirt. The Vox shirt was perfect. Uh, but we have the Jarl's first shirt coming out. We'll see. It we'll says see. It's literally going to be his bouginess. We don't have first looks. We'll see. I want to let you know that if you don't bedazzle the Jarl's shirt after you get it, <laughs> are you even fucking trying? The answer is no. Now, the answer is his bouginess. Bam. You will. You will buy a shirt and you will like it. <laughs> uh, we do have a Mead Maiden line coming out as well. We do. So we have, we have some more some more stuff for the maidens yep. in the life. And um, we have a new tank top for a bro top coming out. And I'm really super fucking stoked about it. That, scar- yes. that scarlet red is going to be fucking hot. The bro top. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be good on the nipples, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
So we have a lot coming up, but I'd like to just do a real quick shout out to our, our sponsors. So thank you, Bearded Viking Mead Company, for sponsoring all of this stuff and helping us reach out to all the men out there struggling with all their, all their shit and also all the ladies and everything in between that's working on things. Because you guys are our community. You guys actually spreading the word and helping each other out is what we're, our goal is. Right. So thank you. I uh, yeah, and we I, I feel like uh, even though we don't know women's mental health because we're not women, I feel like there's a few of them out there that we've actually helped, and uh, we've got some good feedback from. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just make sure you guys are out there talking to each other and taking care of each other. Huge shout out to uh, Rogue Industries. If you have any questions, reach out to Justine because if you reach out to the other guy. He doesn't want to sell you a shirt. I'm too busy doing BVMC stuff. I mean, I said what I said. <laughs> Again, thanks to Boss Graphic Design for all the work that you do for us and all the great uh, logos and everything else. I've had many friends actually reach out to me, ask for his information. Reach out to Rudy. Uh, he'll t- get you taken care of. Uh, he is single, so if you're thicker than a snicker, he'd like a bite. Ooh, yummy. Yep. Drop him a snack in his DMs. Facts. Make sure that's four or five C's. <laughs> in vote? What? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, of course, we would like to do a huge shout out to our, the veteran communities we, we love and cherish. So IW, we just talked about them. Reverend Warriors, if you are a veteran and you need some release and you want to hang out with people who are like-minded and have a dark fucking sense of humor find the local your local iw um that's in your town they're in every single state in america including alaska which is interesting Um, and including yeah you can come out hang out get get a little bit uh, a little bit tipsy if you can drink if you can't drink get really hydrated with your water or root beer or whatever it is you partake in but come out and be part of the dark humor and meet great people. Finally, huge shout out to racing tomorrow, racing for tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you beer again for sponsoring the uh, drunk version of me on this episode. It's great. I love it. <laughs> racing for tomorrow is a great veteran organization in which we put, they put seats with drivers in them. Veterans, butts, and seats. Thank you. You're welcome. Three, I'm here for here. you. Thank you. Three o'clock, bro. Since three. Three o'clock. That's 11. Uh, We're here. It is. Uh, anyway, they will help you cross the finish lane of life. I want a t-shirt. I want a fucking finish line t-shirt. Yeah, I'd like to finish. Period. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said... We love y'all. Thanks for being part of our community. Tell your friends, tell your family, be there for them. I am Vico, the bearded one. You can call me JT for short. <laughs> I love y'all. Stay weird, beardos. Cheers, motherfuckers, and fuck you, y'all. <laughs> that shit caught up with me, man. It caught up with me. It was fucking perfect. Like a brick wall. When the flames get hotter, you move deeper water. That's where I learned to sing.
Ferrari. 